Hello. Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's happening? What's going on? What's the haps? Oh gosh. Okay, all of that. All of that. Um, just pre-warning. There may be a little one um interrupting very soon. So. Oh my goodness. Yeah. FYI. FYI. Okay. Yeah, she's still not asleep yet because, you know, disruption to the house right now at the move, but um, hopefully she will be, she's taking her shower and she will be asleep. Mm, a nice hot shower is always helpful, I find. Yeah, it doesn't take much for her to go to sleep, though, once she's, like, still. It's getting her still is the... <laughs> it's the getting getting to the stillness getting to the stillness <laughs> well she's in one place for like a good five minutes she was with oh my goodness that's yeah but that's more than a notion when you have a, <laughs> just a, a little a, wild one yeah we were just in a car and like literally before we got to the other house she was asleep Wow. Because it was quiet. And I was like, is, is she asleep? They're like, yeah. I was like, okay. Oh my goodness. It's hysterical. I, I love it. <laughs> that little girl. That little girl. Yeah. Very good. How are you? I'm all right. Tired, but okay. Good. Terrific. Yeah. Um, you guys are in the middle of pollen season. Um. Yeah. Or as I put in one um meme, the pollenine. The pollenine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You go That's outside right. and literally your car is just yellow. Ugh. Yeah. So it's awful. awful. Um, <clears throat> I can't smell things anymore. Yeah, it's rough, but yeah. it's just rained a little bit here, so that always helps. But yeah, we haven't been getting too much rain lately. So, well, you guys are not lacking for water, that's for sure. No, but you know, it helps with the pollen. But we right. have like all the seasons in one day right now, which is very confusing because mm. I leave home and it's 30 degrees, you know, at eight o'clock, you know. And then mm-hmm. I leave out, you know, to run errands or appointments or something midday. And then it's like summer. And, you know, the cool high 60s, low 70s. And then, you know, get ready to go home. Then it's like a little balmy. And then at night, like anytime after nine, it's freezing again. So I just need um, <laughs> Atlanta to make up its mind because literally I'm like in layers and like shedding clothes like throughout the day. It's like ridiculous. 
Yeah, it's very inconvenient to have to layer. I mean, you know, LA is like that too. It's just random. You don't know what you're getting at any point in the day. And so you have to have lots of layers on because you might want a long sleeve shirt at some point. You might even want a sweater, but then you might want to just be in short sleeves and sandals. So right. it's a problem. Mm-hmm. It is a problem. So and today annoying. I decided to get like cloudy and like sprinkly. Like just now I took the colonel for his walk and um, it just randomly started sprinkling. Like it was kind of cloudy and overcast and it smelled like rain. And then sure enough, it just randomly started raining. But we've had a several days of sunshine that felt like, okay, we are like, you know, really like officially in springtime and it's warming up. But yeah, it just took a little turn today. So we'll see how long it get, takes to get back on track. Well, we shall see. But everyone's here is desperate, desperate for uh, sunshine because we really have actually had like a California winter of like rain and cloudy weather, which is so unusual. But everyone's like, Okay, we won't take the sun for granted anymore, we promise. <laughs> so, yeah. So there you have it. No. The weather report. Yes, there you have it. This is not weather. <laughs> or the weather channel. The weather but, uh, channel. Although I do enjoy the weather channel. That, that service, do you? Okay. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, that's not us. Um, but we do like talking about the weather. Every now and then. Okay. <laughs> there you go. And there you go. Yeah. So um, hmm. let's just get into this again before we get disturbed by um six-year-old. Um, all right. So, um, I'm Andrea. Oh, yeah, I forgot that part. I'm Kristen. <laughs> and this is Wait. Tell me everything. This is what happens when we take a break. This is what happens when we take a break. You guys, we've been so inconsistent. And um, I got um, chastised. I oh. had, um, well, it was ended up being lunch with um, Hans and his wife uh-huh. visiting earlier this week. Uh-huh. I was talking about the podcast, and I was like, yeah, we didn't tape last week. He's like, you have to be consistent. I was like, says the people who were not consistent for a while. <laughs> uh, but I was like, you know, things are happening. You know, we're adjusting to new schedules. You know, you have a job as such where, you know, traumatic things happen right. that affect, you know, your mood and whether or not you feel like talking Being bothered, yeah. <laughs> and a day like today where I was on the road for three hours and cooking and doing, you know, and working when I wasn't in the car. Right. I'm, t- I'm you know, it's like I'm drained, so... Yeah, so we um, are very committed to this podcast. This is something we want to do very much. Yes. However, um, life happens. And for me, as I've said before, 
my mental health and self-care, which honestly I don't do enough of, Mm -hmm. is, you know, is paramount and the most important thing. Like, I have to stay sane. So there's just been a lot going on um, the last couple of weeks. You know, I, you know, I prepare like stories and whatnot, but, you know, it's just the weight of the day sometimes overtakes, you know, my desire to, you know, to tape and, you know, we don't want to record and be like, right. And that was what I was going to add to it. Everything you said, which really is like very true. We practice what we preach when we talk about self-care. Um, but also, um, yeah, we just don't want to deliver you bad content. And I, and we do recognize that when both of us are too tired, um, (laughs) it's like, if one of us is too tired, the other person can typically like rally enough to bring, Mm -hmm. bring the, bring the other one on board. Um, but if we're both tired, it makes for a very sad content, um, or at least, I think it's not yeah, it feels, it's cool. tedious. It feels like, a little tedious not... and dull and I feel like you can tell listening audience if we're not here and with Damn you yeah. yeah so so we want to deliver good content and we want to take good care of ourselves when we need it so that is why every now and then we might have a little bit of a spotty recording consistency but we are here and we are back and we are ready i say all that we are we are here and we're back and we are ready ready is Hmm. okay sure (laughs) all right so yes shall i start Yeah, start. Tell us the things in the news. Things in the news. Okay, so as usual, I have two stories. I'm going to start with the heavier one or the more serious of the two. And this, I don't, I I just um, saw a glimpse of this earlier uh, today, maybe yesterday. And so I looked into it a little bit more. And it's just very um, uh, interesting but sad. So this is um, from today, April 4th. Uh, out of ABC News outlet by Megan Kenialli. Um, the headline is, FBI says that the person claiming to be missing Timothy Pitson is not him. Do you hear about this? No. It's very uh, interesting. So the FBI announced today that DNA testing confirms that the person found in Kentucky on Wednesday who claimed to be a missing child is not him. The man reportedly told authorities that he was Timothy Pitson, who was last seen when he was six years old and his mother took him out of school early in 2011, days before dying by suicide. FBI Cincinnati, Cincinnati, Aurora Police Department, Newport Police Department, Cincinnati Police Department, and Hamilton County Sheriff's Office have been working together on confirming the individual's identity, and they announced Thursday that the DNA results indicate that the teen is not Timothy Pitson. Uh, one of the uh, FBI Louisville um, special agents named Timothy Beams says in the statement, 
To be clear, law enforcement has not and will not forget Timothy, and we hope to one day reunite him with his family. Unfortunately, that day will not be today. According to the chief of police of Newport, Kentucky, the individual has been identified as Brian Michael Reaney, who is a 23-year-old from Ohio. On Wednesday, what was then thought to be a teenager allegedly told police that he was Timothy Pitson, who'd been reported missing in 2011 when he was last seen being checked out of his Aurora, Illinois school by his mother, Amy Fry Pitson. Timothy was six years old at that time, and the search for him and his mother spanned the region before she was found dead by suicide in a motel room in Rockford, Illinois. On Thursday, in the wake of the DNA test results, Pitson's maternal grandmother spoke about the devastation that the family is feeling. She said, it's been awful. We've been on tenterhooks. Um, we've been alternatively hopeful and frightened. When asked about the person who claimed to be Timothy, Abramson said she thinks the man was, quote, obviously, or she thinks the man obviously had a horrible time and felt the need to say he was someone else. And I hope that they can find his family. Uh, they are not giving up hope that their real relative is found. She said, my prayer has always been that when he is old enough, he would find us if we couldn't find him. The case has been of national interest for years as relatives held out hope that he was still alive and they had reason to believe he may still be alive. His mother left notes saying that Timothy was safe but would never be found. Days after his disappearance, Timothy's father, Jim Pitson, told ABC News he was convinced his son was still alive. He'd said, he's out there somewhere. I know he's okay. I just want him to come home to his family. Jim Pitson later spoke to Crime Watch Daily in 2017, where he talked about the last time he said he saw his son. He's, um, he, um, Pitson told the channel about the last morning that he dropped his son off at school. He said, I said, I love you, buddy. And he said, I love you too, dad, and I'll see you later. And I'm like, okay. And I watched him run off to class. The elder Pitson said he returned to the school that afternoon only to find the boy's mother had picked him up about an hour after he was dropped off, allegedly citing a family emergency. Pitson said he called relatives, including his in-laws, before deciding to wait. I was like, okay, she's upset at me for some reason, so she'll need to cool down. So the next morning comes around and they're still not home, so I call the police department and report Amy and Timothy missing. Jim Pitson said Amy Pitson called his brother, which seemed odd to him. His brother told him he could hear Timothy in the background playing or hanging out. Pitson told Crime Watch Daily his brother also noted that Amy Pitson said, Timothy is fine. Timothy, Timothy belongs to me. Timothy and I will be fine. Timothy is safe. Pitson said he heard from police three days later that Amy Pitson was found dead in a motel room without Timothy but with a suicide note. John Biscoff, an executive director of the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, told ABC News that while every case is unique, there are a number of cases where children are found years after disappearing. The center 
has been involved in 50,000 to 60,000 cases in the past five years. And over 3,000 of those saw children recovered after being missing for six months or longer. Biscoff said, in that same time frame, we've had, a hun we've had over 150 cases where the children were recovered after being missing for more than a decade. Biscoff said that while a possible discovery is a windfall for the family, it can also be an emotional roller coaster for other parents whose children are still missing. Uh, he says, I say it's a double-edged sword because, yes, they're excited, but they're, there's always some form of self-reflection where they say, where's my child? So it's a difficult road for all searching parents out there. But a discovery can have positive ripple effects. Any public engagement in any of these cases will drive additional tips and leads on cases across the board, he said. Someone out there knows something, so it's just a matter of getting the right person to view the right image at the right time. So, uh, so that's the end of the story. But isn't that crazy? That's so weird. It's so weird. Like, why would this guy, this 23-year-old guy, like... I mean, obviously, he's troubled, like the grandmother said, but, mm -hmm. you know, like, why would you? Well, uh, this is the thing that happens. People do this, so it's just weird. It's mm. so strange. But I also thought that those facts, those statistics were interesting, right? Like, I would not have guessed that that the statistics are that favorable for children who are missing turning up. Mm-hmm six months to 10 years after they were abducted or, you know, or what, whatever abducted or went missing or whatever it is that happened. No, yeah, Cause I always hear the statistic. If like, they don't show up within like a certain time that they're. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird. Like, you know, the whole thing about her, her leaving a note and in the note and I guess talking to his brother on the phone and saying like he's safe but you'll never find him like to me that sounds to me I mean for obviously I'm not related to them but to me like that sounds like the kind of thing that people say about someone that they've killed you know like yeah, that whole idea of, like th they're safe now like they're in kind mm -hmm. of like like the equivalent of like they're in a better place now mm -hmm. you know so I'm like ugh, you know like that doesn't mean like he's she left him somewhere like where else would she leave him like yeah it to me it's clear that she yeah like she killed him did mm -hmm. something with his body and now and then killed herself like that's i mean it's mm -hmm. off it's awful but it's mm -hmm. i think i think that's probably the most likely scenario not that not that he's out there somewhere no. especially if he was six old i mean you know, I don't know. It's just so strange. Um, I, I'd actually never heard of this case. Like, I know they said it had got national attention, but I've never heard of Timothy Pitson. Mm -mm. Have you? No, when you said it, I was like, who? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. When, and when I saw it, when I saw the headline is what caught my eye. Cause, um, like I said, I'd heard a little snippet about it somewhere, saw something somewhere. Um, and so that's why I... Um, click through to see what it was about but I was like yeah no I don't remember this from 2011 which wasn't really that long ago so I guess he would be what if he was six years old in 2011 that makes him 13 mm -hmm. 
presumably if he's still alive, which I just don't, I don't see it, but no, so, so sad for this family and just, you know, just, it's so wrong to, to do this to a family, to get their hopes up like that. Like, it's just awful. I mean, like, you know, the grandmother was really gracious, you know, obviously this guy is really troubled, but still it's just a terrible thing to do to people. Um, so, okay, so that's my first story. Mm-hmm. My second story is a little lighter, um, but still problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Newsweek.com, byline by Chantal De Silva, uh, dateline yesterday, April 3rd. And <laughs> the headline is, where was Donald Trump's father born? President claims that Fred Trump was born in Germany. President's claims that Fred Trump was born in Germany are incorrect. <laughs> Have you heard about this? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's so stupid. I saw him trolling Joe Biden today, but I didn't hear about this. This has been in the news for this, like, for the better part of this weekend. It's so, it's so bizarre. He's just such, I mean whatever even like it doesn't even matter what side of the aisle you're on like this is just plain weird all right so here's the story does president donald trump know where his father was born for Mm. (laughs) for at least the fourth time since taking office the u.s leader appeared to suggest on tuesday that he does not as he incorrectly claimed that his father fred trump was born in germany my father is German, ger- is German, was German, Trump said in the Oval Office, with NATO Secretary General Jans Stoltenberg sitting beside him. Born in a very wonderful place in Germany, so I have a great feeling for Germany, the president added. While the president's father is of German descent, being the son of a German immigrant, Fred Trump was born in New York, not a quote, very wonderful place in Germany. (laughs) Fred Trump's father, Frederick Trump, was born in Germany and later emigrated to the U.S. in 1885 at the age of 16. It is unclear why Trump continues to insist that his father was born in the Western European country. However, every time he has invoked the claim, including at least three instances last year, the president has been either criticizing Germany's contribution to NATO or the EU's trade relationship with the U.S. Trump's comments on Tuesday came after he accused Germany of not paying their fair share when it comes to NATO. The U.S. leader said that he had great respect for German leader Angela Merkel, despite being disappointed that her country was not contributing more to the military alliance. During a NATO summit last year in Belgium's capital, Brussels, Trump said that he had great respect for Germany before claiming that his father was from Germany. He said, both of my parents are from the EU, despite the fact they don't treat us well on trade. The U.S. <laughs> the U.S. leader made a similar statement during a trip to Scotland, where his mother was, in fact, born. Last last year, he told CBS News, "Don't forget, both of my parents were born in EU sectors. My mother was Scotland. My father was Germany." Trump went on to say, "I respect the leaders of those countries, but 
in a trade sense, they've really taken advantage of us. And many of those countries are in NATO and they weren't paying their bills. He also uh, went, he, <laughs> sorry, I lost my place. Um, he also made the assertion during an interview with Fox News Sunday morning, um, on Sunday morning futures last year, in which he said, my parents were born in the European Union. I love these countries, Germany, Scotland, they are still in there, right? I cannot. Okay. Despite the positive feelings towards these two countries, Trump made the comments while admonishing the EU for making it difficult for U.S. cars to make their way into European markets. The president said that while we love the EU, it wasn't fair that they, quote, send their Mercedes in and we can't send our products in. Ongoing trade talks between the U.S. and EU were brought to a standstill last month with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer asserting that the U.S. had reached a complete stalemate with the union predominantly over agricultural demands. With the Trump administration and EU countries deliberating over how to break the stalemate, it may not be long before we hear the president invoke his father's spurious German provenance once again. So, isn't that, isn't that the most bizarre thing? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And to keep saying it over and over again, I don't... It doesn't... It's so weird. Like, because the thing is, if the point is to say, I don't have a problem with Germany, my father... Is you know, like you, it's the same effect to say like my father was of German descent, or you could even be like my grandfather was German, and that's true. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, you if that's the point that you're making, that like I it's not it's not Germ- Germany's not the issue because clearly I love Germany because of my background or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you could still make that point and not have it be a lie. <laughs> so weird there's no such thing lies in his world like well that's all the rest of the news coverage about this this was sort of obviously like a tongue-in-cheek article but um i mean either just being very cheeky with the question but most everybody everything else out there is just very like you know like leaning hard on this whole like he's a what is it um pathological liar and this is you know this is why you know like there's a ton of like in-depth analysis about like his lies or whatever or how he lies or whatever like there's like a lot of um and things like this it's like yeah it doesn't help proof of the opposite right yeah like i mean i watched the cnn um interview uh, where not you know with somebody oh I forgot the guy's name but one of his one of his former um, you know head people um, who um, who was talking lying all the time and he kind of like kind of similar to what you just said like you know there are no such things as lies in his world like if he you know like if he says it enough times and believes it himself mm-hmm. then whatever and um, you know, and on that, you know, they showed, you know, it's just kind of like, this is such a provable thing. Like it's, you know, it's his, um, 
you know, his father was of a generation where the paper, you know, tracking the paperwork, like there's like his birth certificate, like clearly born in New York, like no question about it. Um, you know, and, you know, and also like, I, you know, I would imagine there's, you know, immigration paperwork, you know, like some kind of, you know, Ellis Island type documentation for his grandfather, like, you know, so it's like, it's, right. it's, an un it's unnecessary, like it's, it's, I don't, it's so weird. Like, it does make you feel like there's something, there, I don't know, there's something wrong with someone who needs to create their reality. So, it's in such a peculiar and, un, you know, unnecessary, dishonest way. It's just bizarre. I just don't understand the need to lie when you don't have to. Yeah, there's nothing to gain. There's nothing to gain. Yeah, it's just as, like you said, meaningful or just you know as the the lie and right. It's wild. So, um, so yeah, so that's um, that was my more lighthearted of the two stories, just because I like just was chuckling even as I was watching these interviews. I was just chuckling my way through them, just because it's it's you can't make this stuff up. I think that's the other aspect of this is that like he he makes it so easy for his detractors. Like he doesn't need you know. <laughs> Like, you don't have to make stuff up about him. You don't have to, you know, go either. No one's going out of their way, really, or needy, no one's having to. I, I don't know whether anyone is or not, but no one's really having to go out of their way to find stuff on him, so to speak. Like, he just does stuff that's random and weird. So it's it's bananas bananas so that is all i have for newsworthy today <laughs> thank you for that you're welcome so my viral box i've seen it um in more than one place and i just want to pay um homage okay to this beautiful thing that's spreading around my timeline um, I know you've seen it. It's the original copy and paste from that was uh, yeah. Duty. Um, thank you. My tablet was not charging. Um, web um page. Um, and it's a picture of a grandfather, father, son, and the the grandbaby. Yes. And the comment section. Is hilarious. <laughs> so there's over twenty eight thousand comments. Wow. Over nearly eight thousand shares at this point. Wow. And it was just posted a couple of days ago. So um, yeah. So there's a whole lot of hey grandpa. Um, <laughs> so yeah. explain it for people who haven't seen it. So it's a picture of a a, a great three generations so the grandfather the his son and then the son's son so the father grandfather grandbaby mm -hmm. and the grandfather is wearing a shirt that says the original his son is wearing a shirt that says the copy and the baby grandson is wearing 
make sure this is paste. Mm-hmm. So original copy and paste. Yeah. So very cute. Very cute. So, yes, they're very good looking bunch. Yeah, they're a handsome trio. Mm-hmm. I mean, the baby's mm-hmm. adorable. The baby's super cute. <laughs> the baby's super cute. The dad is very handsome. And the grandfather doesn't. He's fine. Yeah, he's fine. And he doesn't look like any. I mean, he doesn't look like any grandfathers that I know. <laughs> well, yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, he has to be around our age. Because, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you could have. You could definitely have a son that you had at a young age. Mm-hmm. who is now a father himself so yeah i have contemporaries who i went to school with who had kids at a young age and mm-hmm. they are parents yeah no so, yeah yeah no it's totally I have, possible i have friends who are grandparents and ones that have toddlers so right there you go there you have it so yeah that yeah so, that's funny i had i did i saw the picture but i didn't look in the comment section i'm sure people are going going in okay. Oh gosh, they are. Um, and there's a few haters on here. It's a couple of guys who are not appreciating the attention that these guys are getting. Really? Why? So, what do you care? <laughs> right, because people are just haters. A couple of people are posting, guys are posting pictures of them and their son. One, he has his shirt off, his son there in the gym. I was like, okay, this is not about you. <laughs> That is so random. Why? All right. Oh my gosh, that's so dumb. And, and um, one guy, another hater, was like, "All I see is three generations of receding hairlines." And I was like, "You know what? Like, you're a hater. Like, don't." You don't, are for don't, sure a hater. You don't have to be that way. Um, and one person was like, "Wait a minute, is that the daddy? Lord." Um. Yeah, so there's a whole lot of I'll take the original. Um, <laughs> I want the daddy. Hey, original, what's up, big head? So there's wow. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I need people to not be quite so thirsty. Yeah, I'll take the original for three hundred, Alex. Um, there's a couple of black don't crack. Um, of course, the original like whoa, yeah. So yeah, yeah. There's a lot of yeah. So if the grandpa not married, um, he gonna have some people sliding his DMs very soon. Wow, that's a mess. Yeah. So yeah, so that is that. So that is all. That's pretty funny. Life. Yeah. So for um, wait, tell me everything. Just gonna talk about the one, like the big thing that's everyone's talking about this week mm-hmm. and a new development that I think you would be interested in okay and then we're going to talk about this is us so mm. that's our that yes sorry, yes we've got to catch up okay we have to catch up okay so as most people have known um LA rapper Nipsey Hussle um uh, his real name I cannot pronounce I'm going to butcher it I'm so sorry um Ermias Joseph Askadam He's half um, Eritrean. That's his name? It's a perfectly lovely name. I'm sorry. But that's not a rapper name. I know, but I... I, I yeah, go ahead. So his, <laughs> you know, his rapper name that was given to him is um, 
you know, a play on Nipsey Russell. Right. So, um, so he, you know, LA native, um, very well known um in the community. Um in terms of his work, I just I was reading his um Wikipedia page. Okay. because uh, um there was something that I saw in there because I was trying to just get some highlights. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, like I said, I only really knew, I didn't really listen to his music, but I knew that he, well, I looked at him, I knew that he was mixed, he was Eritrean. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also knew about his real estate investing mm-hmm. and his uh, um, kind of, you know, community development and all that kind of, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. that um one of the things he did like his album that came out in his mixtape rather mm-hmm. that he released um in 2013 he came up with this interesting model which i was like huh so um crenshaw he only um made a thousand hard copies of the mixtape Okay. And sold them for a hundred dollars each. Okay. And so they sold out in less than twenty four hours. Right. So I was like, that is interesting. Especially in a day and age where like people are encouraged to give away their music for free. Sure. Or for like nothing for him to come with his costume. I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. um interesting. That is um, interesting. This past year he was nominated for a Grammy. Um do not think he did not win. I'm trying to think who won this year. I don't remember. I'm like the rap category. It might have been the Carters. I can't remember. Okay. Um, but oh, but so was it for I, best rap album? Or yeah, okay. Yeah, so he just came out with Victory Victory Lap. I think that was yeah this past year. Okay. Yeah, in February um, 2018. Um. So the. Uh, <laughs> I'm not laughing at it, but it's okay. You know, I used, I really loved Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yes. Okay. So, I didn't realize that that's what I saw him on, like, a long time ago. Like, Oh, okay. I guess that was... Jesus, what year was that? Like, 2015. Okay. So, um... The very first episode, she had a song because you know it's like a a musical. Have you ever watched it before? Uh, I yeah, I only watched a couple of episodes when because you had told okay. me about it, but I never got hooked on it. Okay, so she like you know burst out into song and there's dances and whatever. So right. the first episode, she had this song called the sexy getting ready song. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. So. She- he was the rapper that oh, rapped a couple of bars. Oh, yeah. See, I would have never, ever yeah. made that connection. And so I just thought his little part was hilarious to me because he was like, man, y'all do all that? I got to go apologize. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I totally remember that. But, oh, my gosh, I would have never made that connection. I could have seen that again and still not made the connection. I think, well, because, like I said, I know him mostly because of the real estate stuff and because of Lauren London, because of the gossip stuff, you know, like he was dating Lauren London and that's mainly what I knew him. Now, what is she, like, I've seen a million pictures of her now. Okay, so first of all, 
I had she's no, gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Um, I had I had no idea who either of them were. Like I was kind of like I don't know who these people are. This is I mean obviously very sad and my it's completely all over my timeline like it's all that anyone has been talking mm-hmm. about for at least a week now it seems like or f- since the day it happened or whatever. he passed away the 31st so yeah so um so yeah so um so that was my other question like who is she because she she's like like people are referencing her in terms of like you know her own things that she but i was like i don't know either of them okay so because she's she's an actress and okay I'm, okay what so, she, what is she like tv or film both okay, okay. so okay tell me everything the thing, the thing that she is most known for is atl which you have not seen i'm sure atl yeah, the movie ATL with um Ti. No, I don't think I've okay. seen that. Yeah, so she played Nunu in ATL. Okay. Um, she was also in Entourage, Nine Two and O, and she was also on The Game, which you also have not seen. None of it. Nope. Heard right. of it. So, she, yeah. So yeah. she was in a lot, of, and so she's a, a working actress. Okay. Um, and there was a part that she was supposed to take because I just because they just because they just did this whole spread in GQ. The two of them. Yeah, and the, like the pictures, like you, you, you could just look at the pictures are like amazing. Is They're, that the one of her on the horse, or is that from something yes, else? Yes, that's okay. One. I I saw that and was like super impressed with that photography, um, and was wondering what it was from. Yeah. Um, it was from yeah. GQ, okay. Uh, GQ. Um, story on him uh-huh. and, um you know so they did those pictures and there's like a few pictures they're just beautiful yeah and they did a couple's quiz mm-hmm. uh, as a part of that too which is like Cute. you know people were very impressed that he knew stuff about it. i was like okay they have been together for quite some time so i would be upset if he didn't know like her coffee order because he's probably going to go get her coffee Oh, I would I would expect. <laughs> um, and they have how many children? They have one child together who I think is like two or three. Hmm, that's awful. And she oh she's also known because she has a baby with little Wayne. Oh, ooh. yeah, yeah, honey. She's one of yeah baby little Wayne. But she, again, she's one of the ones who like had her own thing. So like you never see pictures of her her children like she doesn't really you know post pictures of her children or have mm-hmm. you know ever because like other little Wayne's other kids like you've seen them out like you I think there may be like a couple of pictures out of that kid and that kid's like maybe seven or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Doesn't, doesn't do that so Good yeah for her. that's um Lauren Lennon. So she, she's she's in a lot of black stuff mainly. Okay. You know, like back in the day, she did a whole lot of you know, she would be in videos. Not like mm-hmm. you wouldn't be like the the hoochies in the video. She'd be like the pretty girl mm-hmm. in the video. So like she was in the front video. Okay. Um. So yeah. So um. So yeah, but she's another you know kind of L.A. girl. Um, mm-hmm. And they got together because I did, I was wondering because I know like he grew up in the Crenshaw area but he went to Hamilton. Oh okay, funny. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So um, 
So yeah, so rest in peace to Nipsey Hussle and yeah, so um, sad. This, this, they did they, like, they catch the guy who did it? Is that right? Okay, this is the second part. Of what okay, I'm sorry. I, so, <laughs> I keep no. telling your story. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Thank you. It's a good little segue. So okay. the accused guy um, is Eric Holder. It's Eric somewhere. Holder. Why does that name sound familiar? Because that used to be the Attorney General. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Eric Holder, that's like a real person who's important. Okay. So that Eric Holder did not kill Nipsey Hussle. Okay, um, thank God. Yeah, because he is not 29 and lives in LA <laughs> and in his and the thing is like he was friendly with this man, like he knew him. Oh so my God. sure like what the um the reason is the guy posted an Instagram saying that he didn't do it. He's being framed. Like, yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, right, girl. Um, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, right, girl. Right, girl. Right, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, he has since been caught. He was found in Bellflower. Oh, my gosh. That's so um, stupid. He was trying <laughs> what are to, you like, doing in Bellflower? I'm- Okay, again, will you let me talk? I'm it's sorry. Like, <laughs> go ahead. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? Yes, go uh-huh. ahead. So apparently he was checking himself into like a mental health facility or something. Oh. And one of the employees was like live streaming it. So someone's like, okay, she's getting fired, fired. Like you can't oh, do Oh, yeah. That's um, not good. No. So they arrested him. Um, he's being charged with, um, one count of murder, two counts of attempted murder, because there were two other people who were shot at the scene, um, and one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. Mm. Oh, he's a felon. Surprise, surprise. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the part that I thought that you would be interested in. Okay. Who is representing Eric Holder at this trial? Um, not Christopher Darden. Christopher Darden. Shut your mouth. Are you serious? (laughs) Shut the front door. (laughs) Chris, come on, Chris. Come on, Chris. So he just likes losing, apparently, and oh likes being on the wrong side of history. So, um, Chris he, Darden. Um, so I don't think we have any listeners who don't know who Chris Darden is, but if not, just um, by way of reminder, yes, he's one of the prosecutors on the infamous OJ Simpson trial. Um, yeah. Um, so, um, I thought he had like retired from, yeah, like, because I mean, honestly, uh, okay, for, first of all, we all know OJ did it. OJ should have been like, that should have been like an open and shut case. The fact that he's like managed to lose that case would be cause for anybody to retire. <laughs> 
just take all gather all your little toys put them back in your backpack and just go home um, shows that came out they've mm-hmm. kind of got a redemption arc like what's from call it has a podcast i think and a show now marcia clark. clark yeah who i'm just like i'm tired of you um are you tired of marcia clark uh, yes i actually i i gained new respect for her after the um the people versus oj simpson i mean i'm not gonna say what i want to say but okay um <laughs> I'm just going to keep it to myself. Wow. I mean, she, whatever. She doesn't have a likable quality. Um, no, she doesn't. I mean, but like, I feel she doesn't. And I feel like that's what, and what the media sorry, played off like, of. I I really, I thought the People versus OJ was a very, very good, um, um, what do you call it? Um, program like limited series like it was mm-hmm. amazing um however I was like I'm sorry that you had to be a part of the wake up call about how deeply scarred and traumatized excuse me bless you oh thank you um black people um are affected by racism and even if OJ is one not a person that identified with the black community that we particularly cared for Mm -hmm. it's the fact that anybody could get over on the LAPD who had a history of just just vile vile things going on when it came to the black community like we didn't care we didn't care who was going to be that person right that somebody got over for her to like and Chris Darden to, I guess, for her to just be so like, just not listen when people are telling her, listen, like, this is a thing. I know what you're saying. Like, yes, you are right, but your being right is not, a, you know, like, that doesn't mean that it's, this is how things are going to happen. So, right. You know what I mean? Like, you're, mm-hmm. you're right and like lose, like, which is what you can be happen. right and lose, which is exactly what happened. Um, you know what? The, what's interesting to me is I'm not, it's not surprising though. Like, I'm not surprised that she would like hear what she was being told and not get it um, or not, you know, like just not, or just like, it's not surprising to me like that she didn't like no. interpret the information correctly. Um, which brings us full circle back to Chris Darden because he really needed to be the voice of reason on that team. And, you know, like given, given her just been more vocal or something about that perspective. And I don't think he was. No, I think he was excited about the opportunity and got swept up in it, and I don't know, like, do you know, you know, and that was just ridiculous. So anyway, Chris Darden, um, Chris Darden. Is, came in the court, I knew you were going to guess it. Um, oh my gosh, I told you that court. I sat next to him on the plane twice. Yes, and how you had a little crush on Chris Darden, and you felt so sorry for him. <laughs> I did, I felt bad for him. I, yes. I did. I was like, Lord help. <laughs> um, 
he entered a not guilty plea on behalf of um Eric Holder um during his court appearance this afternoon. Okay. Um he unsuccessfully according to the LA Times uh, um unsuccessfully argued to keep the media cameras from filming his client during the arraignment hearing uh-huh. um, saying he believed there was an issue of identity. So this guy is really going for you know that he didn't do it. like there was somebody else he's being framed or whatever. Um they're not saying how um he got Chris Darden on his team, but apparently mm-hmm. he was privately retained um on his behalf. And I want to know like who did that because clearly they're not your friend. Uh-uh. Now Eric Holder who I mean who is he like other than the accused like he was friends with Nipsey Hussle at, at some point or they were associates like what was he doing with his life knows him they there's a picture circulating with you know you know how meme culture is with like watch, yeah. you know, watch who's in your circle oh god uh, so it's kind of like a picture of like hey about uh, um yes yeah sorry that Ainsley did not disturb us, but her father did. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Ainsley walked in the room quietly. I said, said, shh. You didn't even hear me say shush, or did you? No, I didn't even hear you shush. Well, this whole time I've been thinking she should have taken a long shower. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, dang. She didn't sleep for. A good long time. Okay, good. So I came from her daddy. Longer. Uh, so funny. she came in, and I was like, you know, put my hand to my mouth, finger to my mouth, and she nodded and was like, okay, and just got up in the bed and went to sleep. Oh, you should buy her a treat on my behalf tomorrow. Oh, she's already been promised a treat. Oh well, there I can't you go. hear you. I'm right here. I mean, like, you're not loud. Okay, I don't know why. That's weird. Okay, so, yeah, so. So you were telling me what Eric Holder's life is about. I don't know. I don't know his, I don't know his life. (laughs) So that's all we know. It's just that he was, they were in, he was in his circle somehow. He was in his circle um, we know that he's a felon. Um, apparently, there was some kind of jealousy or something, apparently, um, happening. I uh-huh. don't know. Um, Are you still? Okay, good. Yeah, I was um, just putting my headphones because I couldn't hear you. Um, so, yeah, so we don't know. I don't know, really. Hmm. And do we know what the felony was? No, I haven't hmm. investigated that because interesting here so yeah so that is um that is that so i will be um checking in on this story to see what's gonna happen oh well now i'm very interested i mean i'm interested i'm interested in the the trial the true crime trial portion of this is always going to be interesting to me um but yeah it's um it's very sad. Very sad that it's sad when anyone's life is taken. Um, 
for you know i mean there's I, there's just it's all stupid and senseless so mm-hmm. it's just dumb it's it's just dumb and you know someone who's you know kind of chose a different path trying to do better with his life mm-hmm. um it's just yeah it's just it's wow. just sad and then, like, you know, and what he was, you know, representing to other people in the community at this point, you know, it's just, it's very sad. Because I had a, a Facebook friend who, you know, taught at Crenshaw, and basically um, mm. the kids are very, you know, upset. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's a major, major thing to have somebody like mm-hmm. that who stands out for the right like reason. Hometown hero. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So ugh, it's terrible. Yeah. So 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 stupid. Yeah. So and I was like, and I know where that store is. Like again, I went to Crenshaw and just like mm-hmm. knowing like that area. I was like, uh just pass by that area like all the time. So it's just like it's crazy. Yeah, familiar um, haunts, old stomping ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that is that recipe. So if you have some um just you know his family, this, yeah. this is gonna be a very hard adjustment for all of them. So absolutely this is hard when you yeah lose someone. So all right, on to our other favorite thing. Ah uh, yes this um, is us so this is not a this is us podcast but you wouldn't know that <laughs> you wouldn't know that because any opportunity that we get and and we haven't been you and i have not been on the same episode for a while but now you're caught up yes yeah so yes. so you know if you haven't watched this is us up through this this at last episode from this week um then you might want to pause because there will be spoilers because uh, we're just going to talk about all of it. And, you know, you, you can just pause here, go watch the show, and then come back. Yeah. Okay. Um, so right. what did you think? Uh, let, well, let's start. Which storyline do you want to start with? Um, I don't know. You pick a storyline and let's talk. Uh, okay. Let's start with um, Kevin and his girlfriend. And Zoe. Zoe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really pleased to see how this ended up getting resolved. I was too, because there's nothing worse than holding on to something and then being resentful later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting that it was, kind, you know, it's basically the juxtaposed to what was happening with uh, uh, Randall and um, Beth in a way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It was like a very mature discussion. Like I liked how when like they came back, like this last episode when they came back and he mentioned something about screaming kids or something. And she's like, do you want to talk about this some more? Like right. how like it's like they didn't, she didn't leave it as like this one when he was like, I choose you, the big like right. Pearson like declaration. Right. She was like, No, this is like a thing that we need to 
check in with and discuss Mm because this is not just a one decision and this is over right like this is a major thing so I just loved I love that yeah it was like and it it was for me I felt like it was really coming from an unexpected place because their relationship in some ways has not been you know they're you know they've they've been dealing with a lot like with his alcoholism and him lying about that her Mm -hmm. you know her yeah her not being super open about her past abuse at first or whatever um Mm -hmm. but you know when I look back on it they really have done such a good job of like showing them like building trust and rapport like you know um event by event um that it actually was like you know what I shouldn't be surprised by this because they've actually like Mm -hmm. been like working hard at like communicating and Mm -hmm being transparent and vulnerable with one another and so it makes sense that like they would now like kind of get to this difficult conversation of I want kids you don't and what does that mean for this relationship mm-hmm. and yeah, that they really had... like go ahead. Oh, go ahead no no just that they tackled it so well just that they they t- you know they they like you said kind of um faced it head on Mm-hmm. I just so yeah that was like and it, it kind of made me like how Beth said that you know she will break you mm-hmm. and how like she did like she has evolved Kevin has certainly evolved mm-hmm. in terms of like like just looking like how his conversation with Sophie went and her going mm-hmm. oh, wow she must really be something mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like be this way so I think that you know while they're not for each other like I mm-hmm. think this was like a really transformative relationship that'll mm-hmm. be like great for them like we see like Kevin has kid mm-hmm. in the future that this hopefully will lead them to like a healthy place for their next relationship so yeah I I and I, I it's and it's one of the themes that I just generally like is this idea that there are such things as relationships that are just for the sake of the the lessons that are going to be learned or you know like like you called it transformative relationships like and I think and that oftentimes can be confusing because they tend to be very emotionally charged or like you know like for them like they genuinely loved each other they were like you know, very much, you know, like there was physical chemistry and, you know, emotional and like just relational chemistry between them, you know, like it felt like, oh, so much of this is right. And this has got to be, you know, like it kind of falls into that fairy tale. This must be the thing, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think a lot of relationships that are transformative in some way have all those elements to them, but then they have the one like fatal flaw that makes them not the one, you know? Yeah. Um, but you grow from that. Like, you grow from that, like, from having, like, been exposed to that person. And, you know, like, so I, it's, again, like, I love this show so much. It's so well written. And they did a really good job of, like, building this relationship from, like, kind of nothing to what it, mm-hmm. you know, to this this breakup at the end of this episode um, that felt like so mature and so pulled together, you know, like it was really mm-hmm. good. I really, yeah, it was, it was one of my favorite moments. Yeah. Okay, you choose the next storyline. Okay. Um, 
Can I just give it up for my girl Deja? Oh yes, yes. For Randalline Randall. Randalline, I mean it like epically <laughs> Randalline Randall. Like, oh my god, that was so good. That I love what they do with her. Like I love how much mm-hmm. I love how how articulate they make her. How intuitive mm-hmm. they make her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. It's like, with him, like they have like this. You know, her and Beth have a connection, but him, they have a special connection. Yeah, and it's like they're they're cut from the same kind of cloth. So it's right, like, and it's and they both had like those, you know, well, Randall, like he was adopted, you know, when he was mm-hmm. a baby, but you know, they weren't like raised or you know had like these unconventional like kind of you know birth origin, origin stories yeah mm-hmm. yeah so um so yeah so I like their um connection and I liked you know what she told him to kind of pop him back into his senses and mm-hmm. like that um Beth had a, a similar you know kind of um epiphany or like okay this is not working mm-hmm. and instead of one you know we both all of us need to compromise or mm-hmm. you know, we all need to you know do something so it was good to see like that resolved and then the teacher Beth and Randall was like yay yeah so, I mean it was so, I don't think I've ever been so relieved to see the two people okay. were still together <laughs> Everybody who was watching, there was like a collective sigh across yes, the country. Yes, of relief. Yeah, because when we saw them, like the hey baby and the ring, we we're like, okay, great. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, such a relief. I was, um, yeah, and I was, again, like, I was like, where, you know, I'm, and it's another, like, just good full circle. Like, remember, you know, part of, like, throughout the, as their as they were very clumsily uh dealing with their discord and conflict with regard mm-hmm. to her you know her new thing her dance teacher stuff and mm-hmm. you know um and his you know stupid um <laughs> councilman thing mm-hmm. and the kids schedules and all that as they were like very clumsily working their way through it one of the things that I had said was I'm really glad though that they're showing them as like a real couple like a real couple with real conflicts and issues that they're not like up until this point I feel like it's been like oh Beth and Randall are perfect Beth and Randall are you know couple you know relationship goals you know hashtag couple goals you know whatever a lot of couples wouldn't even make it through the campaign let alone like the aftermath and her losing her you know her job like that's a whole lot Right. Absolutely. But I was just glad that, you know, they wrote in this, you know, these conflicts that made them real. And then like the whole flashback, like this, that wasn't this episode, but the episode before the R- oh my God. R&B. R&B. Oh, I love, I love that. that. <laughs> I love the I love black it. people are R&B and yes. Randall and Beth. Yay. Yay. It's perfect. It's um, perfect. But like their whole origin story of the origin story of the two of them. And just sort of this building conflict that they they both contributed to, you know, like her yeah. acquiescing all the time, him 
um, you know, like allowing her to acquiesce, you know, and like not, mm-hmm. neither one of them pushing each other to yeah. be different or to be better or whatever. Like I said, it was really the opposite of um, Kevin and Zoe in that yeah. sense, you know, that they were like not be not having the full on communication, not fully sharing what they were thinking and feeling, not like dealing with things head on. Mm-hmm. Um, so um so, and, and again, I love that too. Like, I love that it came, that that level of conflict and sort of immaturity in a, in a relationship came from the one couple that up until now has seemed so together, you know? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I love that show so much. Okay, so in the flash forward. Yes. So, what do you think about toby shows up without babe without jack and kate what do you think do you think that they're still together or that i what threw me off was he said when he comes in he says you know thanks for letting me know Mm -hmm. which you know makes me feel like okay if someone hadn't called you somebody hadn't reached out to you you wouldn't have known right so like to me that means like they're not together or or something Mm -hmm. you know like yeah like there's some reason why like he's not in the inner circle anymore Um, yeah because i was i can't remember like in the flashback if he was wearing his ring or not i think someone had said that he wasn't but i don't remember ever peeping it out one way or another and he said and because at first i said like i think kate's dead but then he said jack them like they so i'm just like okay well she's it's a they so but then i didn't know if that meant jack and his family his family yeah because he jack would be old enough to or like you know maybe be at least engaged or you know married mm-hmm. you know uh or like a yeah. young young married at that point it seems it seems like because all the book like i don't know like the, okay so like uh randall and beth's girls um, are well, adults with real jobs are adults well, with like Tess is, adult Tess with is an adult with a job so we're at least 20 years forward right because Tess yeah, is like Tess is like 14 or something well I mean so she might be like 30 mid 30s do you think she's younger than that yeah because this is this happens in like 2030s kind of Okay, so it's only like a, a 11, 12 year jump. Yeah. Oh, well, then Jack, no, then that doesn't make sense. Then Jack yeah, has Jack okay. is a kid. Jack is still a kid. Okay. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, okay, well, then, then uh, I revised my previous prediction. Um, <laughs> but it doesn't seem, so then, it, yeah, so then it just doesn't seem like they're together, though. And so, yeah. that's, and that's, so that's interesting, too. And where's Miguel? Where is Miguel? Because that is not who I expected to be sitting. That's, or I should say, Miguel is who I thought was going to be sitting at bedside. That's who I thought it was going to be Miguel, too. It's Nikki. It's Nikki. Nikki looking very sober and pulled together. Mm-hmm. Looking like Griffin Dunn. <laughs> Griffin Dunn going camping. That's what he looks like. 
Griffin done going camping. Um, yeah, so that was that was crazy. So yeah, that was like a little that was like the little like, you know, surprise twist thing at the end. Um and obviously um um I'm I'm blanking on the mom's name. Um Rebecca. Rebecca. Ooh, I was like, Lord, what is the child's name? Um Rebecca's like on hospice at home mm-hmm. at at uh Kevin's. At Kevin's house, yeah. Kevin's giant house. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very nice. And I was like, dang, random them doing like this? But I was like, okay, that makes way more sense. Yeah, it's Kevin, it's Kevin. became a huge movie yeah, star. Yeah. <laughs> so Kevin's like, yeah, he's like Brad Pitt or something. And right. uh <laughs> and has a huge home and um apparently and, a son who looks just like him. Uh, yeah, who looks exactly like him as a kid. Um Okay, how funny was the fl- I I did not love the flashbacks. But um, how funny was the flashback when they went back to the hospital after not being able to sleep with Rebecca being gone, uh-huh. and Kevin kept flirting with the nurse. That was that was great, and I love that. Jack like, was like, I don't know what's going. I, on. I, 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 don't I don't know. know what that is. I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. Um, yeah. So like I was saying, like, it's like I can't even like I'm not even going to try to explain this. Like that's super awkward. He's twelve. Um, we're just gonna go to her room now. Thank you so much. Thank yeah. You, thank you. Come, 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 come here. Stop it. Just Cut stop off. it. Just stop it. Why didn't you like the flashbacks on this episode? I don't know. I just. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I like the flashbacks where Jack's there when I know he's going to be. Bless you. What just happened? Huh? Uh, did you sneeze? No. <laughs> What just happened? I don't know. My voice started doing a, uh, okay. <laughs> a weird thing. Um. Oh, so like just Jack, the flashbacks to Jack specifically make you uncomfortable? Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I just don't. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but um. There we go. There we go. And then the baby is fine, obviously. Yes. Jack is becomes a big boy. Becomes a big boy. I love I, I um I thought that the scene between Kate and uh Rebecca after they have kind of a little blow up at the in the NICU mm-hmm. um and she comes home or whatever, like I thought that was a good that was a well written oh, I love that. That was great because I could understand the frustration, you know, just because moms, moms are frustrating. frustrating. Yeah. Um, and it's like my baby, I can do it myself. Like I don't need stop it, stop it, stop asking questions, stop. Right. And you know, it's all coming from, of course, like the best sure. place. She just wants to protect, help her baby. Right. And her baby, you know, it's like you have to mm-hmm. also feel like like you're her baby, and she wants. <laughs> you to be okay and this your baby to be okay so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah and like her and Kate have always had like a crazy relationship from the flashbacks sure. so again mothers and daughters and yep. so yeah that conversation they had when she came back and you know the apologizing for what she does in the next <laughs> yeah next six years I think she said yeah so it's like cute because you know because she is going to get on her nerves and there she is going to snap and 
Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, that was that was really well written. Again, such good writing. Um, so yeah, I really wonder. Like, I mean, it's not like definitely like t- Kate and Toby's relationship has um, has challenges. Um, but I think I am a little surprised that like of. I don't know. I guess I'm I'm surprised if they're. I'm cu- I'm very curious to see like what it is that that makes it so that they're not possibly not together in the future. I think is dealing with his mental illness, I think is going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way that that manifests itself. Cause you see like little glimpses of him, like he's apologized and, you know, got better with the baby, but I mean, this is going to be a long haul. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, dealing with someone who has any mental illnesses, no walking park, so mm-hmm. it's um, yeah, and then like you're raised trying to raise a kid too at the same time, like that's yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you're adding all the usual life stressors. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's tough yeah. for sure. Yeah, so great season finale. That was the season finale. Um, yeah. As always, good job, and yeah, they're so yeah. good, so good. So yeah, I hate it when it. I hate these seasons that like are so quickly over. Um, you know, because it's just like okay, now that it's like it's April. What they don't come back to like October or something stupid, or is this I like? Know, I think about it. I don't know how what break they're on. Um, I just uh, I miss the good old days of television where you know it just kept happening. Well, oh, like please. where like where shows like you know like it was really like shows took the summer off like like it was like they followed like the school calendar it felt like you know like you shows you know like you had reruns like all through the yeah, summer but we and only then... had like ten shows on TV. Like now they're like no. a million shows on TV, so I guess. Okay, I'm done. <sighs> Sorry, it's late and I have to get up early, drop the girls off of school. Okay, so let's get personal real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, what's my let's get personal? Uh, let's see. Uh. I had I I hate it when I don't write things down. Um, you and I have started planning our summer birthdays, our yes. summer birthday trip. So I'm super excited about the potential of that. And actually, that was one of the things. Just kind of my summer went from like the two things that I knew I was doing for sure to like four trips, which I was like, oh, that's that's twice as much everything, you know. <laughs> twice as many arrangements, twice as much money. Like I was like, mm-hmm. all, all right, okay. So I'm feeling a little overwhelmed by that, but I'm excited about it. Like, it's just, it's nice. I love planning ahead of, you know, and knowing that there's things on the horizon. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, so that's, I'm looking forward to, to the summer. Um, and basically like starting in, actually everything's going to be contained from like, 
middle of May to June, then June will be a big break, and then just a bunch of stuff in the middle of July, and then that'll be that. So, but I'm excited about all those things. Um, lots of different trips. Um, and um, let's see. Um, other than that, like, I feel like there's not a ton going on. I, you know, um, the dealing with the being a, uh, a landlady um it's been it's been the bulk of this week i feel like Mm -hmm. yes Uh, it has it really has i'm like oh Mm. right all these things do this do that and Mm -hmm. pay 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 yes uh so that's been a little painful but you know uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry about it painful on my pocketbook Mm -hmm. um but it's all good, and I'm looking forward to um, getting it all done so we can put a new tenant in there. So that'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And then um, what else? Um, oh, I, I finally saw Us. You and oh, I yeah. talked about it. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about it. Um, so uh, loved it. Um, saw it on Sunday with uh, – Annette and Falana and uh, I want to see it again like I'm I might I might sneak out and sometime this weekend and go see it one more time um just because I I really want to watch it now that I know you know that it's not super scary and I mean it was scary but not like I thought it was going to be and um and and I just you know I just feel like okay it's one of those movies like oh it's got the twist at the end and so now I need to just like watch it all over again with like you know, with the foreknowledge of, you know, what's coming and see if, if how that changes it or if it changes it or what, you know. And so um, I've read a few of the, uh, not, not a ton, but a, a handful of the articles out there, all the think mm-hmm. pieces on it. It's just, it's deep. Like Jordan Peele, I, I, he's. Uh, I'm concerned about him. I have serious concerns, um, but he's really, he's so funny, too. Did you see the little clip about him talking about how scared he is of rabbits? Yes, he's, like, psychotic. <laughs> that was the best when he was, like, if you took the brain of a rabbit and put it in a person, you'd have Michael Myers. <laughs> I was, like, oh, my God, I think that's probably true. Um, so yeah, that... yeah so I was like, okay, they are kind of creepy, but I never well, those, those, the, the rabbits said, and I know, like, there's the rabbits that he that are in the film are, I think, what are considered hares. Um, like, not they're not like cottontail bunny rabbits. Um, and because I there really is a significant difference even in how they look. Like hairs are much bigger and they have a much more like severe kind of like look to their face. Like mm-hmm. they are like pretty creepy. Uh, whereas like bunny rabbits, like little cottontail rabbits, I feel like look, they look like a stuffed animal. Like they look totally different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get what he's saying about those, those particular rabbits that he um, uses in the film are like super mm-hmm. scary. Um so yeah, so that was just funny to me. So like he's like yeah, he's like crazy and he's got this like wild like super like intelligent like you know, dive deep mind thing going and 
he's funny. So, I, yeah. Um, he's all good with me. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's that's all that's been going on. I'm um, still um, still running, still going to the chiropractor. It's <laughs> my new favorite okay. thing is going to the chiropractor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, so, um, so, yeah. It's all good. What about you? Okay. Um, um, yeah. Like, not much is going on. Busy working and whatnot. Um, the kind of rough, um, you know, and, you know, mom and dad's birthday and anniversaries happened. And, mm-hmm. um, I think that weekend, um, I went out to the fella's um, parents' house, and they live out in the country. Uh-huh. And it was just very nice and relaxing, and I was very um, happy about that to uh-huh. get away. Uh-huh. Um, and not like you know have to like make a you know take a big sacrifice to be away. Uh-huh. Um, just you know just a different change of scenery. Uh-huh. Um, and to be mothered, his mom was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was um, nice. So and just relaxing. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, um, I always talk about my office and how it's just very much a family atmosphere. Um, so one of the agents came into my office and I have an office mate and she just kind of sat down and just tell she was like having a hard day and that was the you know that actual day was the fifth anniversary of my mom's death Mm. so I kind of wasn't feeling being at work but I had stuff to do so I was just kind of just doing it you know Mm -hmm. what I mean Mm -hmm. and so she came in and she was talking about her um day that she had with her daughter mm-hmm. and how she's her daughter was in a bad accident her daughter is now um has some like brain um injuries but also um it was mainly she's wheelchair bound so she's mm. now kind of like a forever mom that mm. was 16 it's been like 11 years she's like it was 11 years like this week too that her accident happened mm. And so, you know, she was just kind of having a hard time and, you know, like our business, how you're working all the time. And, you know, her daughter was just kind of frustrated because she just hasn't been around. Mm. You know, she's always working. She doesn't like her nurse. She's kind of staying in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we were just, just me and my, it was just kind of weird how, like, I was having such a hard day and feeling sad and missing my mom. And mm-hmm. how we basically sat there and talked to her and just kind of, like, ministered to her and, like just helped her you know with her relationship with her daughter and so she like literally like went home and like just like you know she said she like cooked and just like sat and like spent some time with her daughter just like Mm -hmm. out and she was like you know sending text like thank you so much and I told her about like you know my church has like a caregiver's um, support group they're like you know, mm-hmm. I know it's hard on you and you do need a break from work and you need to take care of yourself but I was like your daughter also needs to go out and have mm-hmm. an outlet and do things too and meet other people who can share her experience so while this you know your life has changed 
and you know you didn't know that you would be you know doing this or whatever like Mm -hmm. her life has changed too and like she needs to you know be with people who understand that Mm -hmm. so you know we're just like talking about that kind of stuff and you know like they moved away from where they live like she relocated recently like a couple years like around the same time that I relocated um Mm -hmm to Atlanta so like you know they don't really don't have a whole they have some family around but not like a whole lot of family so mm-hmm. just like it was just so nice to like not have the focus on me and to like like help someone else you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it made me like feel better right well, like, that makes the sense. rest of the day yeah so that was that and so that felt good and good. I, I I like where I work I like my office I like the people I work with that's a really and, good thing yeah people talk about leaving because you know things ain't perfect and no sure is but I was like uh, I ain't going away I'm staying right here mm-hmm. y'all do whatever y'all want to do I'm mm-hmm. cool right here so so yeah that's been kind of my my thing so yeah so it's good. Ooh, what, what is that? Oh my god, that was super loud. I know. I thought it was on, like, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so there we go. There you go. Okay, could you? Okay. <laughs> could you please cut that out? Tried. I turned it down and it's still making noises. Okay. Oh my god. Um well good. You know, it is it is it is nice to I think it's one of the things I appreciate about my job is just perspective. Um and you know, it doesn't mean that like the things that we are dealing with don't matter or aren't significant. But sometimes, you know, just he, he, like you said, like kind of like hearing someone else's situation, being able to help them, like it just helps put your things into mm-hmm. perspective, you know, and mm-hmm. give you an outlet. And yeah, it makes it makes a big difference. So that's good. That's those are all good things. Yeah, so. All good things. Yay. Mm-hmm. Well, yay for happy workplace. Yeah, like, and I, you know, been away from work, although I've been back and forth to Atlanta because of my client. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, so I am. Um, yeah, people are like, we miss you. <laughs> right. So we'll be back on Monday. <laughs> Yeah, ain't going, ain't going far. Look, we got there's business where you need to attend to for your client. Mm-hmm. There's money to mm-hmm. be made. Time yeah, is money. I've already, I've already been told that I need to come home. <laughs> time is money. I got no time to waste. Oh no, not at all. So yes, I have outsourced my activities for the morning for you and mm-hmm. be there like, you're going where i like what you mean you going back to warner robin i was like i got stuff to do my stuff is there mm. i will be back i've got it handled professional yeah all right professional mm-hmm. i was like who gonna be there to look for the power oh 
that was confirmed. I told you. Yes. Good. I'm glad. Like, that was just... (laughs) It was actually... I didn't even think about that. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like it just needs to be something that we remember. I mean, we haven't had to do this in almost two years, so it was not like, oh, okay, we do this all the time. But I was like... Oh, right. Like, of course, the power is off and it needs to be turned back on. And Well, I knew the power was off, but I didn't think that he, he was getting there early. I didn't think he necessarily needed it for what he needed to do. When he was like, I have a backup generator. I could use it. He's like, but I haven't used it in a while. I was like, okay, these sound like personal problems. You should be able to have everything you need. He's like, I need to um, charge my drill. Like, you should have charged your drill before you left home again personal problems but yeah so anyway <laughs> we're dealing with a new handyman yes lord <sighs> uh. that was funny when you sent me the picture that uh the notes and i was like whose hand is in the picture <laughs> i was so confused i was like that ain't the handyman well this is atlanta uh this is true 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 but yeah that was funny you're like it's his wife i was like okay got it um so yeah uh it's just a whole lot it's a whole mm-hmm. lot it mm-hmm. is it's a whole lot but i did like the little chipper lady money, so. the little chipper adt lady oh girl ashley yeah she is a whole lot i'm so glad that i'm finally able to give her some business i have a couple cause a lot of the people that i already have they already have um security systems in the homes already so um, right so I refer people where they're like, yeah, we already have a security system or uh-huh. I already got one. So uh-huh. as soon as you move or they find out you're moving, like they are knocking like our mutual friend from home that just moved. She was like, somebody's knocking on my door every day. Like and she works from home. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, we can give you this. She's like, I don't need that. Bye. I'm like, yes. <laughs> I can mow your lawn. The HOA does, you know, like, takes care of the whatever, has a lawn person. And I was just like, girl, yeah, they're going to be bothering you nonstop. So just tell them, no, thank you. No, thank you. Um, yeah, she was, she, yeah, she was chipper. She was like, I am going to tell you all about all this and whatever. So I was like, okay. Um, mm-hmm. And she called me right when I told her to. Mm-hmm. in my car on my commute she was like ring ring i was like oh there she go because at first i was mm-hmm. like what's this atlanta number calling me i thought it might be you calling me like from your mm-hmm. office or something and then i was like oh no i know who this is <laughs> mm-hmm. so yeah so but that'll be good get that up and running mm-hmm. avoid any oh, yeah. further problems so yeah, so good times good to go, good land, to go. Lady. land lady i'm the regular rip mrs roper you just need your colorful caftan. I just need a colorful caftan and a bad perm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and chunky jewelry. <laughs> and chunky jewelry. Yes, queen. Yes. yes. Hey. Mm-hmm. That's hysterical. Yeah, somebody's selling paparazzi. Oh, you can't wear. I love paparazzi. What is paparazzi? Oh, I had another thing. Go ahead. That $5 jewelry. You ever heard? I know you can't do it. It's like this paparazzi it's, yeah people do it like avon or rodan fields okay it's kind of like a thing and so i know so many people who sell paparazzi jewelry anyway it's like the, just, it's just cheap jewelry 
Yes, and it's cute too. I okay. quite a few, and it's like the earrings and a necklace, five dollars. Oh, oh, you and... know what? I think I do know someone on Facebook from who used to do, um, who used to, who I used to work with at in the district, who's doing that Every, now. Everybody does it, and they have little paparazzi online parties. Yeah, people are also serious, but I'm like, one of the girls in the office does it. I'm like, hey, I need some accessories. <laughs> so um she swing by with her little bag and uh-huh. like, yes thank you right so, yeah. okay um the other thing that um i don't know if i mentioned this last time but i went ahead and got the hbo added for temporarily to my yeah, hulu the, yeah for the adnan side series so i finished watching mm-hmm. it um mm-hmm. it's very good okay because i of course, I have not watched it because I do not have uh, any of those things. But I listened to part of the Undisclosed. Uh huh. Yeah, I've been listening to it along. I will like I'll watch it. You know, like I'm watching them and watch listening, watching and listening. And I just don't. I don't know. It's such a hard thing. Like, what? I just the court system. The court system, and even though it's very unlikely that he did it, and you know, deep down, I feel that Don did it because that's just weird, right? Like, and you don't, you'll never know who did it. Like, uh, clearly, it, the DNA didn't match him or whatever. But I'm just like, but you, I don't think we'll ever know who did it, and that's like makes me sad. That does make me sad. I think that's to me of the whole Adnan Saeed um, situation um, and watching the HBO series review everything. And I think the HBO series did a really good job of making Heyman Lee a real, you know, focus of it. Um, but um, that's, I think, you know, I do think if, if, if somehow he's able to get through all this court stuff and actually get a new trial or whatever, or get some kind of deal or get out some kind of way. Um, just um, that's what's sad is that no matter what, like I think someone's child is gone. Someone's child is gone. That's never going to change. And the real killer is out there. Like, I think ultimately mm-hmm. the real killer will have gotten away with this. Like, yeah. Like he has He's all this time. All this time. Yeah. yeah. So that to me is what's um, you know, I mean it's obviously the the loss of life is the saddest thing. Um, but the fact that there's really not ever gonna be any justice uh, for Hey Manly is really sad. So I've been watching that. And because I've got HBO added, I'm like watching a bunch of other, not a bunch, I should say, I'm watching right now one other show, but I'm interested in a bunch of other shows because HBO is great and um, I don't have it because it's just too expensive to have, keep all these cable channels going. So I'm just going to watch what I can and for this month that I signed on for <laughs> and then I'm going to turn it off. True Detective girl oh okay yeah have it's so i've seen i've only watched the first season i I think that there's like three or four seasons of it i only watched the first season which was outstanding and you know i love me some matthew mcconaughey 
And it's Matthew McConaughey and uh, Woody Harrelson and a bunch of other people that like, who's like, you know, like with like great acting chops that you see in like a million things. Is Ali in it? He, no, he, no, he is, but not in season one. Okay. I think he's like in like the fourth, like he's not, he's in like one of the up the next seasons. Um, okay. I, I looked, I took, I previewed season two and he's not in that one. So it's, you know, it's one of the other ones. He's, he's in the most recent one. Okay. So every, from what I can tell, every season is a standalone case, like, hmm. you know, or, or a series of cases, like a standalone thing with like new people, new actors, new setting. Um, but it's all like true crime based, so it's right up my alley. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, True Detective, and I'm just gonna try and squeeze in like a couple other things as long as I've got HBO for a month. <laughs> like what? Um, oh, there was a couple of other things because because okay, so they show commercials for other stuff. Um, and so I was like, oh, that looks interesting. Um. I want you to watch Insecure so we can talk about it. I know that's not your thing, though, but still. <sighs> Maybe. Um, Veep is on there. Yeah, I can't, I started watching Veep because it kept winning all these awards, and I was like, is it really that funny? It's funny, but I'm like, I just couldn't dedicate all that time to watch so it. So many people have recommended it. Um, mm-hmm. And so people that's... said, I was like, is it really that funny? People were like, yeah, it is really funny. So I'm like, okay. Um, Ballers? I watched the first season of Ballers. Um, people have said good things about that. Vice is supposed to be really good. Um, yeah. And um, there's um, oh, um, you know, they have great documentaries, so Leaving Neverland, everyone's been talking about. Mm. Um, which I'm like, ugh, I like, I feel like I, like, I kind of want to watch it, and I kind of just, ugh, I don't know. I don't. I'm like, I, just, I have no interest. I don't know. It's, it's not, like, at the top of my list, but I saw it there, and I was like, oh, right. Um, and there's this one called The Inventor, which everyone's been talking about. It's some, like, Silicon Valley thing. Which looked interesting. I just was like, I'm not exactly sure what it's about, but people have been like talking about that. Going clear, the Scientology thing. Mm-hmm. So there's just, just <laughs> I hate it because I'm like, yeah, of course. Like HBO is a big deal. It's always been a big deal. They put a, put out a lot of content, a lot of good content. They've really gone deep with documentaries, which I love. But I'm like, there's only so much time <laughs> in in my life to dedicate to random entertainment you're not trying hard enough i'm not trying i don't i'm not trying to try hard enough and um yeah so we'll see (laughs) we'll see what happens with me and hbo my my fear is that i'll be i'll end up addicted to some show that i and then i'll I'll end up stuck with hbo which i don't want to do um because yeah, because then I may as well just have cable. Because what am I doing? Spending all these little add-ons here and there. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So we'll see. If anything, like I don't know, because I have my like right now. The only other add-on I had at this point was Showtime. Um, yeah, so you can watch your little adultery show. 
What adultery show? Oh, but yeah, the affair. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's exactly about adultery. Yeah. So that and um, the, um, the shy is on Showtime. It's really good. Black Monday is on Showtime. I haven't started watching that, but it's on my list. Homeland was the reason I signed up for for Showtime. Um, <laughs> so so Showtime has a good amount of things um but yeah so there you go okay i gotta go to sleep okay we've told you everything i think don't you think and more and then some everything and then some good times thanks for tuning in folks Alrighty, and we'll be back here next week more shenanigans more shenanigans (laughs) all right right. bye. bye Wait Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait tell me pod. Questions, feedback, or something you'd like us to tackle? Email us at wait tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>